Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L. And I'm Hannah D. And we're your host. This podcast is a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast, you can reach our booking team by texting this number, 919-675-1058, or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash the Anon podcast, T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to fellowship with other guests and listeners. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with step work, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as an additional resource towards our collective growth as addicts in recovery. This podcast does not represent NA and is not affiliated with NA as a whole. We are simply addicts who are seeking the message of recovery by discussing NA literature together. Nothing more and for sure nothing less. We are grateful to be of service and to give back to our fellowship by helping facilitate this podcast. Now let's get started. Addict Steve, Love and Addiction, April the 1st. Some of us first saw the effects of addiction on the people closest to us. We were very, very dependent on them to carry us through life. We felt angry, disappointed and hurt when they found our other, other interests, friends and loved ones. Basic text, page 7. Addiction affected every area of our lives. Just as we sought the drug that would make everything all right, so we sought people to fix us. We made impossible demands, driving away those who had anything of worth to offer us. Often, the only people left were those who were themselves too needy to be capable of, den of, of denying or un our unrealistic expectations. It's no wonder that we were unable to establish and maintain healthy, intimate relationships in our addiction. Today, in recovery, we've stopped expecting drugs to fix us still expect people to fix us, perhaps it's time to extend our recovery program to our relationships. We begin by admitting we have a problem, that we don't know the first thing about how to have healthy, intimate relationships. We seek out members who've had similar problems who have found relief. We talk with them and listen to what they share about this aspect of their recovery. We apply the program to all our affairs, seeking the same kind of freedom in our relationships that we find throughout our recovery. Just for today, loving relationships are within my reach. Today, I will examine the effects of, my, of addiction on my relationships so that I can begin seeking recovery. In today's episode, we'll discuss the Just for Today meditation with our guest, Clay S. Hey, Clay, welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, good, good. I'm glad you could uh, spend some time with us today. So, Clay, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout out? Yeah, I'm at uh, May 29th, 2020. Um, my home group is Lake Norman um, Virtual. And what was the other question? Yeah, we're, what, what area do you attend meetings? Oh, yeah, Lake Norman area, which is in uh, North Carolina. Okay, would you like to give your home group a shout out? Yeah, it's a Lake Norman Virtual. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And, uh, and congratulations, man, coming up on the uh, coming up on a year. Yes, sir. On that first birthday. Okay, good. All right, Clay. So could you share uh, your thoughts on the reading today, Love and Addiction? Yeah. Um, you know, like always, I want to give a thank you to you for having me on here and, and my higher power. Um, I'm just happy to be clean today, man. And, and this really spoke to me. Um, it's just crazy because, you know, in active addiction, I, I look for everybody to fix me. You know, I, I didn't think I had a problem. Um, 
you know, I knew I needed to use drugs on a daily basis, but I'm like, everybody else was the problem, not just me, you know? So I did create that, those impossible demands. Um, it was always about me, you know? Um, and the crazy part about it is I was okay with someone taking care of me, you know? So I searched for people to love me by always having a string attached, you know? Um, if I could manipulate a situation for them to stay in my life, if I could somehow get them to take care of me in order so that I could just have drugs, like I was okay with that. Um, and that's just not a healthy way to live, you know? Um, but I, I didn't realize it was a problem at the time, you know? Um, I, I just, I saw, sought out everything but the inside of me, you know, I was like, why is everybody else have this problem with me when in actuality I was the problem and I had to get that, you know, I had to make that decision to say, Hey, the problem isn't everybody else. It's me, mm. you know? And I didn't know what healthy relationships were. I didn't, um, you know, I had a, a mother that not growing up, you know, she would be like, Oh, this is great. But there was always a, but attached to it. You know, mm -hmm. you could do better in this sense. This wasn't good enough, you know? And so I never knew what like a healthy relationship was. So I sought out unhealthy relationships. Um, and that, you know, that happened even after I got clean, you know, um, I found out quickly that my problem wasn't just the drugs. You know, I have, I can be insane in, in every other aspect of my life. And I have to look at that today. Um, you know, I, I would search for something outside myself even in early recovery, you know, I'm still early, but, you know, 30 days in, 60 days in, um, I would look for like sexual encounters. And, you know, I was like, okay, well, I'm not getting feelings. They always say, don't get in a relationship for a year, you know, at least when you're in recovery. And I was like, well, I'm not putting my feelings into it. I just want sex, you know? Um, and then somebody shared with me because it goes into talking to my network and, and, getting their experience, strength, and hope. It wasn't all about me anymore. You know, how am I hurting other people? And that really hit, hit home because in active addiction, I didn't care about people. I didn't care about myself, but today I can care about people, you know? And now I really look at like how I hurt people and like sex can hurt a lot of people, you know, especially women. Like, I mean, and it could hurt men as well. It's just, it gets more intimate than I was actually accepting that it was, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I started looking at that and, and the cool thing about this program is I don't have to be perfect, you know, but I, I have to progress in a positive direction. So now I try not to act out as much as I used to. And uh, now I know I can find love, you know, and I find love in the rooms of Narcotics Anonymous with no strings attached, you know? And that's, that's a great feeling because there was always in my past, there was always, I'm gonna love you for one reason. You know, I'm gonna love you because you can do this for me because, you know, something will benefit me. And now I'm getting love because they just wanna see me succeed. And I believe that's one of the greatest gifts that I've gotten from Narcotics Anonymous, other than staying clean is, is the fact that people care, you know, and I care about people. Man, and you it, know, it, it's, 
to I'm going to dig in on that, um, you know, because I think you you hit on some some really important things there, and and, and one is you know, like the old timers hit me with you know getting clean was was recovery is not sexually transmitted, you know, and I had to understand that, so I was like, all right, cool, and I can get down with that, and and just to expand on that that perspective that you share about the intimacy, and bro, I don't know. I don't know if it, if it's more intimate or if it's harder for women, you know, that, you know, sex and being used for sex, if, if that affects them more than, more than men, because I've seen my share of guys who, uh, and let, you know, like myself included thinking, okay, look, casual sex, cool. You know, I'm using her. She's using me. Like we know, we, we know the deal. And then, and and someone usually catches feelings, man. And it's not necessarily the woman, you know, every time. And, 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 uh, and it's a painful, it can be a painful trans transition, you know, or transaction rather. And, and, uh, um, you know, what I, I see a lot too, is, is always going in with, with saying, um, you know, we're, we're not going to hurt you know, this is, we're, we're kind of filling that void or, you know, whatever we, we have the agreement. This is what we're doing. No one's being lied to. And, um, and it's one of the most unfulfilling defects of character that I've had. And yeah. I'll, I'll share that with you. It's just so, um, it's just so unfulfilling, man. Can't be satisfied in chapter seven of the basic text recovery and relapse speaks to that, man. It says, look, food, money, and sex, we use those things to, to fulfill ourselves and to be satisfied. And we just can't, there's not enough of it. Yeah. And, sure. uh, yeah. So, so, so look, if we have some people listening in who, who maybe, you know, are just getting clean and saying, look, you know, I can relate to that, man. I'm, I'm running at sex to fill that void. I'm running at food. I'm running at the pursuit of money. Um, could you share what were the, some of the action items you said that, that you found a little bit of relief? You're not acting out as much. Um, was, was there some things that, you know, were you sharing about it at meetings? sponsorship step work could you could you walk us through some of those action items that help you find a little bit of relief in this area yeah yeah definitely i mean i've talked to my sponsor over and over again about it but my network was huge with this and also the steps you know like i can get experience strength and hope from another addict because i know that they've been in a similar situation um and the steps just realizing that it's okay that i was insane but i need to look at the fact of what has restored me to sanity, you know, what has changed me from active addiction to who I am now. And it's just a great feeling to know that I can look at those. Again, I don't have to be perfect, but I can sit there and share like, you know, I compartment compartmentalize everything to where I put sex in a totally different category than intimacy. And that's just not a way to live. And you're right, like, it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman, I just put that as for me, I should say, I chose not to have those feelings. When I started doing the steps and talking to my sponsor, I realized I was having those feelings. I just wasn't letting anybody get close. And today I can have female friends. And my first thing isn't, Hey, how can I have sex with you? You know? Um, so it, it's a good feeling because I, I rely a lot on my network and my sponsor. So talk to us, Clay. Talk to us about how um, how getting clean in a right in a pandemic. Um, what's that look like for you? Because a lot of our listeners, you know, if we're if the folks have been clean for over you know over a year, we didn't get clean on Zoom. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and so so 
could you could you speak to that for a moment? You know, oh, what's yeah, that I, like? I, like, what does your recovery look like now? Um, and, he, and even in the context of, do you have a, you know, do you try to hit a Zoom meeting every day? What's the in-person meetings looking like? Could you could you speak to that? Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's so crazy because I, I hate what Corona is doing to this to this world. I do. But for this addict, I have to take Corona as a blessing because it sat me down. It, it took me from a dark place to where I needed to be sat down. And to be honest, I went to jail and I got out and it was either go back and use and die or go to rehab and change my life, you know? Um, so I was sat down, I was in re rehab for a little bit, um, got out, started doing the Zoom meetings, did Zoom meetings there, but started out and I go to a Zoom meeting at least five times a week. Um, and I go to in-person meetings as well. Um, but Zoom was a big thing for me because I could get a meeting whenever I wanted, wherever I wanted. Um, and it's great. You know, I've, I've got numbers from people in uh, Vegas and Philly, just, you know, all over. And I would have never found this podcast if it wasn't for Zoom. So um, I'm just grateful for Zoom. And as weird as it sounds, I'm actually grateful for not grateful for Corona, but grateful for what I had to do during Corona. No, I feel you, man. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was the platform, or it or, or it provided the, you know, the platform to get connected with other folk. And I get that, man. And and I share that. I share that too because you know, even this podcast was the seed was planted years ago, and um, and it wasn't until you know last summer to where everything kind of lined up, and in the transition to online and needing some online resources and whatnot that you know, that this, this was able to take off. So I hear you, man. I hear you. Yeah. And I, and I share that, I share that perspective too, even out, out of a tragedy to kind of look and say, okay, you know what, there was parts of it that, you know, we're resilient people, man. We are, yeah, we're a resilient true. type of type of folk. And um, so, yeah, yeah. So, so good on you for, for hitting that many zoom meetings and, and looking at it as like, okay, this is the way I got connected. Um, so, yeah. so, last question or you know one more question until until you know before i ask you the the final question if if we have some folks who who are struggling sharing on zoom because this is a question that i feel a lot is like look man i just can't hit the raise hand thing i just can't unmute myself and kick it you know i just can't do it you know this and that if we have some guests who, who or some listeners that and that's where they're at what did you do man what did you do to say okay you know what i can get down with unmuting my mic and, and, and kicking myself, you know, kicking my stuff out on a, on a screen. Yeah. What was that well, like for you? The, the big thing for me is, uh, I had to get this program, you know, I have to work every day to get this program. And at first it was super uncomfortable. You know, I don't know these people. I can't see their reactions because sometimes they don't have their cameras on, but for me, it was freeing to get it off my chest because once I get it off my chest, it doesn't matter how somebody else takes it because I will get somebody that, that relates and will reach out to me and will be there for me in my recovery. You know, the, it, it all boils down for me is I can't keep secrets anymore. I can't live dishonestly anymore. So the quicker I can get that out and the quicker I can share that, the better it is for me. And 
I know this is a selfless program because you can only keep what you have by giving it away, but it's kind of selfish when you have to keep what you have, you know, and, and I grasp that quick because nothing in my life is going to prosper if I don't prosper, you know, and I can't keep anything inside. All right, brother. Well, Clay, look, coming up on this one birthday cake and the experience that you've had on, on this journey so far, if you could sit down with, with Clay S with a day clean or a week clean, knowing what you know now, could you share with us what you would say? Oh, man, that's a tough question. I, I mean, I would say work hard to get this thing because to be honest, you know, like I said, I was sat down in order to get this, you know, and I've tried to get it before on my own accord and it just, it just wasn't happening. So my higher power decided to sit me down and tell me, hey, bro, you're going to die if you continue on this life. So, you know, what I would say is you're worth it. You know, you can do this and your past failures have nothing to do with your future endeavors. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. We encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Until next time, we are your hosts, Hannah D. And Douglas L. Namaste and God bless. Mm-hmm.